Those are the dulcet tones of the great Nichelle Nichols. Uh, Nichelle Nichols probably best known for playing Uhura on the television series Star Trek. And she would uh, have no problem showcasing her singing ability from time to time on that uh, on, in that franchise. Certainly the episode Charlie X, she does a fair amount of singing. In Star Trek V, her singing is actually integral to the, to the plot. But she was a singer. That was her take on uh, the dark side of the moon. Nichelle Nichols, as I remember when I was four years old, uh, my grandmother used to watch me every Friday, and she knew I was a Star Trek fan even at four years old, and she would tape the whole week's worth of Star Trek episodes, and I'd watch four or five in a row on when she would watch me on Fridays and just became obsessed with the franchise. And to me, Uhura, Lieutenant Uhura, was the most beautiful woman that I'd ever seen. And I told my grandmother that I wanted to marry Uhura. My grandmother, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I could com- conceive that these were fictional characters, but she told me that I couldn't do it because Uhura lived in the future and hadn't yet been born yet, which somehow that I understood more so than fiction. What you may not understand, what you may not be aware of, though, is that Nichelle Nichols, being on television in a position of uh, essentially being an equal to white people, was an incredible inspiration to a lot of people during the civil rights movement. And going into, I believe it was the third season of Star Trek, Nichelle Nichols actually wanted to leave the show because she felt like she wasn't being given enough to do, not enough dialogue, not enough lines, and her character wasn't being given a lot of important story arcs. And the person who talked her out of that was someone whose favorite show was Star Trek, Martin Luther King Jr. Here, Nichelle Nichols describes this discussion with Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King, my leader, is walking toward me, not 10 feet away, with a beautiful smile on his face. And then this man says, yes, Miss Nichols. I am that fan. I am your best fan, your greatest fan. And my family are your greatest fans. As a matter of fact, this is the only show on television that my wife, Coretta, and I will allow our little children to watch, to stay up and watch. Because it's on past their bedtime. And I said, which is all that I was able to say, my mouth just opened and closed. He said, we admire you greatly, you know. The manner in which you've created this role uh, has dignity and so forth. And, And then I got the courage to say, And I really am going to miss my co-stars. And he said, what do you mean? Dead serious. What are you talking about? And I said, well, I'm going to leave Star Trek because I 
going to say have an offer to star in, in, in I never got that far. He said, you cannot. You cannot. And uh, obviously, she did not, and she has maintained a relationship with Star Trek and the Star Trek franchise for many, many years. But now, there are some people, some friends and, and fans of hers, that believe she's in trouble. Well, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the hashtag Free Britney movement. This movement to um, free Britney Spears from the thumb of an oppressive guardianship where her father essentially controlled everything that she could do, who she could date, what she could charge for performances, where, how she got to spend her own money, even so much as supposedly whether she could use birth control. Now, there was an, a, a documentary about this. All sorts of people, even people that weren't necessarily fans of Britney Spears, they started getting involved in this, and they were successful in freeing Britney Spears. Well, there's now a movement to free Nichelle Nichols. You could check out the website freenichelle.com. I am just thrilled that we have the founder of the Free Nichelle movement, Angelique Fawcett, uh, on with us. She also happens to be the CEO of Archangel Films, as she's a producer, an actress, an activist, and a board member of Kasem Cares. Angelique, thanks so much for joining me on the radio. Good evening, Frank. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So, uh, it, no, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, before we get into the situation involving Nichelle Nichols, explain to folks what exactly is Kasem Cares. Um, Kasem Cares is an anti-elder abuse foundation I'm on the board of. It was created by Carrie Kasem, founded and created by Carrie Kasem, who is the daughter of Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem, unfortunately, well, as we know, like most of us know that he was, you know, the host of America's Top 40. Um, but unfortunately, he too suffered elder abuse. And through all of the trials that his daughter fought, for him to get to gain his rights back, um, he eventually, as we all know, passed away, and she 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 founded Kasem Cares. So uh, Kasem Cares actually goes around the country. We try to pass bills uh, for family members and friends visitation rights, and we help the elderly. Uh, we all have our different strengths, and we all use them to make sure that we're helping those who are most vulnerable in our country. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Nichelle Nichols and the situation involving her. Now, I saw some terrific photos of, of you and Nichelle Nichols. You guys uh, are, are friends. You guys actually know one another. Tell folks about, before we get into what she's going through now, the nature of your relationship with Nichelle Nichols. Okay, well, first, I just want to thank you for such a beautiful tribute of her singing and talking about Martin Luther King. I can tell you love her, so thank you for that. Um Anyway, Michelle and I have known each other since 2012. My husband was casting a film that we're working on called Unbelievable, and we ended up, have 40, ended up having 42 Star Trek stars and Snoop Dogg and Gilbert Godfrey and a whole bunch of other people. But well, that's really pretty cool. Wanted... By the way, just give me the title of that again because I want to check that one out. Give me that one again. Uh, it's, called, it's called Unbelievable, and it's going to be re-released because of COVID. You know, COVID kind of destroyed everyone's release of films. Sure. But it's called Unbelievable, and, uh, you know, it's got a, a puppet that looks like Captain Kirk. He's the lead character. He was made by the Team America World Police guys. And oh, cool. My husband, my husband is a major Star Trek fan. When he was 14 years old, he went to, I think it's KPIX or something. I'm from the, I'm from the West Coast. He's from the East Coast. 
and he was asking the producers to uh, to replay the show or WPIX, something like right, that. Yeah. So Channel 11 yeah, here so, in New York. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he, he you know, he, he's a major Star Trek fan. So we hired Michelle, brought her on. And, you know, it was just it was one of those unexpected friendships, because as a producer, you simply you don't expect to make friendships. You you hire people. They work with you. You have a great time. You provide a pleasant atmosphere for them. And that's just about it. You go on your way. But she and I had so much in common in so many different ways. And and we talked about everything and we became close friends. So now she actually and she. Go ahead, please. And she actually gave me away in marriage to my husband. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. I, I'm uh, I'm envious. So you guys have been friends for, you know, about a decade. Now, uh, mm-hmm. Nichelle Nichols is uh, is 89 years old. Um, what's the story? Uh, wh- tell me the, the impetus for the free Nichelle movement. Why do you believe that she needs to be freed? Well, unfortunately, Nichelle has suffered elder abuse. There are videos from uh, her son actually physically abusing her and verbally abusing her. And the videos continue to be released. I have fought for her rights in court for four years, uh, standing up for her to you know, get her rights. There were certain things that she asked for way back in 2013 because she had the idea that her son was going to do this to her. And there's a whole other aspect about this I can tell you about with her ex-talent manager, but let's just focus on right now. Um, She knew that her son was going to sell her home, not allow her to work or not visit her fans. And the things that she asked me to do for her is please make sure that if anyone ever tries to put me into a rest home again, there's a story behind that. If anyone ever tries to put me in a rest home again, please make sure that you have my back. And she asked me to make a video of her. It's called Nichelle's Own Words. It's on YouTube, where she states what she wants in her life. She's very clear. She's very lucid. And she states exactly what she wants. Um, And then she told me, she said she just wants to stay in her home until the day she passes. And she wants to work and visit her fans. She knew where her bread was buttered, and she loved her fans. She really, truly loved Star Trek. And out of all the actors I've worked with, they're all amazing. But, you know, Michelle's my favorite, and she's genuinely cared about her fans. So right now, um, everything that she didn't want to happen in her life has happened. Uh, I got her, I think I fought for her rights and gained her maybe a year and a half of freedom. But then after that, the son uh, moved her out of the state of California to New Mexico, to a small little place in New Mexico. She lived on a a state property, a property with two homes on it, moved her out of the home, the only home she wanted to live and die in. He put her on a retirement tour pretty much immediately, and she doesn't barely get to visit her fans. So everything that she asked for in her final years have been defiled. She's been fleeced of all of her rights. This is a loving, caring woman, first off, right? But then she's also this amazing woman who had this groundbreaking, groundbreaking role in, in television, you know, that many of us look up to. And she was a NASA recruiter. So it's, it's really sad and shameful that she's having to go through this. But the most, some of the most, uh, egregious parts of this particular case is that there's a video of her, which you may or may not have seen, where she's 
screaming to her son, get your hands off of me. It's an audio of her screaming, get your hands off of me. And, and, you know, she says that I don't, I didn't get a chance to go to court. I, I don't want to be in a conservatorship. I can't have my son in here controlling and ruining my life. Then after she leaves, I won't say because they're bad words, but you know, after, after she leaves the room that she's in with her son, the son says, there you go again, mother, you effed up your GD life messing with that MFR. I mean, these are terrible things. You don't say this to your mother, no. you know, and she's a very accomplished woman. I'm sorry. You know, who was the successful one? Like we all have our lot in life and we all have to go to work and, and make our way. Right. We all do that. You know, that her son did not do that. She did. And so imagine you work, you're, you're the host of your show. You love your show. I love these late, late night shows, by the way. You work, you buy a home or a flat. You love it, right? That's where you want to live and die. And then say you're, I don't know, 80, 90, whatever. You make, you're lucky to make it, you know, that, that long. You know, like Michelle's 89. And someone comes right in, family or non-family, says, you know, I know you want to live here and die here for the, you want to live here and, and die here, you know, but I'm going to take that. That's mine. Sorry. I'm going to move you to a rest home or I'm going to move you to some rented facility. You get nothing that you want. Basically everything that you work so hard for staying up late at night, doing these shows, it's all gone like that. And you have no say, you have no say so. So it's, it's been a pretty terrible experience. I'm not the only whistleblower in this case. There's another whistleblower that worked for the son who told the truth uh, that the son was not fit to be a conservator, that he had anger management problems. And I'm sorry, not sorry. This is my friend. I love her. I am devastated to see her yelled at, cussed at, and her, for her to be screaming at the top of her lungs, screaming for her life. So that's why Free Nichelle exists now, because... If it's the last thing I do, I'm going to get her rights back. We want to encourage everybody to go to the website, freenichelle.com, to learn more. That's that's Michelle with an N, freenichelle.com. So explain to folks, Angelique, if they're not familiar with the laws involved here, what exactly is a conservatorship or a guardianship? How can her son uh, get this legal power over her to simply control her life like this and do force her to live in a manner that she's clearly stated she doesn't want to live in? Okay, unfortunately, there's there's guardianships and conservatorships across the nation in every state. And it's basically when the if family members or, say, a, a medical uh, doctor or a conservator just comes into your life, they've targeted you for some reason, which has happened. There are millions of people across the country who are in conservatorships, hundreds of thousands of people who are in abusive conservatorships. You can be targeted. So a conservatorship would come when they state that you are mentally incompetent or unable to take care of your affairs. Now, if you look at Britney Spears' case, Britney Spears was completely competent. She was working and making millions of dollars for her family. But they were saying that she was not competent. She was totally competent. She's not the only one. Nichelle is not the only one. So a conservatorship can come in. They can, they can take over your entire life. It is the law in every state, a conservatorship or guardianship. They can take your home. They can take your cars. They can take your art. They can take any, like, pensions that you have. They can take anything that you have. They have complete control over you, and then they can put you into a rest home, okay? Uh, 
something that we have in the industry is it's an, an unfortunate tagline, but it's isolate, medicate, steal the estate, then cremate. Mm. And um, that's real. It is, is Nichelle, to the best of your knowledge, and I imagine your contact's been pretty limited with her since she's been under the thumb of her son, but to the best of your knowledge, is Nichelle still, uh, for lack of a better description, competent and able to make decisions about her own affairs? You know, I haven't seen Nichelle since May of 2019. I was granted uh, an interested party in the case, an acknowledged interested party, and I had visitation rights. When I stopped being able to have my visitation rights, it's when the abuse video came out with her screaming for her dear life. And the press called me and said, how do you feel about this? I'm like, well, I don't feel good about it. Mm. You know, what's going on? You know, I was very upset. And I did my best, called FBI, LAPD, you know, LAPD, Internal Affairs, Mayor, Congress people. I, I did everything that I could to to help her. Uh, so that's I, that's the last time I've seen her. But unfortunately, through the years, as I continue to fight for her rights, people will send me videos of her. And it's very hurtful. It hurts me because I know she's hurting. Um, you know, she's 50 pounds lighter and uh, she would speak with a different candor. Uh, that she did before. And so it's heartbreaking because this is a woman in 2017. I'll give you an example if you're talking about how she would be capable or not. 2017, I was in a scene with her and Snoop Dogg and I had a heavy day. I was producing a lot that day, but I was in a scene with them. And, you know, I obviously missed a line. I didn't, you know, I was spacing out. So I missed a line and she says, um, you know, I think someone's missed a line. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, and so who has a dementia? Her or I? <laughs> um, uh, Which one of us? So, so right now she's, I don't know her, her, sta- her status, but if you have time, I'd, I'd like to talk about supported decision-making. That yeah, doesn't steal your rights. Yeah, yeah. Um, conservatorship does. I also want to ask you, um, and we only have about a minute, but uh, please, uh, re- re- you know, deal with that. Uh, but what is the next step? How does, mechanically, how does she get freed? Let's say you convince a lot of people. Let's say they all sign up at com. Who needs to make the decision to change this situation for her? Well, it needs to happen at the state level. Right now, I had a I had a hearing this past Monday Monday where Judge Anna Maria Luna did not follow the law. She was Nichelle was never given an evidentiary hearing to present any of the evidence. The home was sold in a day, less than a day, for two point two million dollars in an area that goes for four. Uh, there was a commingling of funds, so there was a lot that wasn't determined that the judge never looked at. So I have to go now to appellate court, and then I have to go to New Mexico where she now resides. But it has to happen on a state level. So that's what I'm fighting for. I, I'm going to continue to fight until I get her rights. And uh, please uh, tell me briefly about that other issue, uh, if you if you like. Supported decision making. Supported decision making does not strip one of their rights. It's as if you have an assistant who is helping you with your daily needs, such as has she had before. She was living happily. She was living great. You know, back in 2013, her son and sister tried to place her into a rest home. Nothing was wrong with her. She went on and did film and TV, accepted awards. And then, you know, they come in and 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 now they're, you know, trying to you know keep her in this conservatorship. Supported decision making is someone who would help you versus, say, 
I'm over you, abusing you, telling you where to live, how to live, making decisions for you. You know, supported decision-making is a much better avenue. Well, Angelique, uh, God bless you for what you're doing. Uh, I am uh, hopeful that uh, the, her situation can change soon. I hate to see such an icon be be treated like this. I hate to see anybody be treated like this, but especially somebody who's such a, an iconic entertainer and uh, has been a role model for so many. Thank you so much for caring about her and caring about anyone who would be placed in an abusive conservatorship. It means a lot to a lot of people. So thank you. Thank you, Angelique Fawcett. Check out the website, freenichelle.com. That's freenichelle.com.